0: Welcome to Conversations.
1: And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler.
2: Thank you, Jean, and hello from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Hey, on Facebook, it's really simple. It's Conversations of the Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Converse Radio. Like the shoe? Without the E, at Converse Radio. And, of course, we are on Instagram. A lot of followers there. Thank you, guys. We appreciate that. And that's at Conversations Radio. You like what you hear or don't like what you hear? Well, I want to hear about it. Drop me a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. want to thank our guest from uh, about three weeks ago. I was on vacation. And, and I'm back and totally recharged. But Isabella Karina Strickland from Canada joined us. She is a uh, rising star up there as well as a filmmaker and uh, a writer at just uh, 15 years old, I believe. And uh, she's overcome some challenges with uh, ADHD and also some challenges with dyslexia. But has done very, very well to beat that and has just uh, won multiple Joy Awards as well as um, a number of, uh, of nominations and wins at film festivals. So her films are uh, doing very, very well. So go ahead and check her out online. Isabella Karina, that's E-S-A-B-E-L-L-A, Karina.com. Our website, conversationspod.wixsite.com slash conversations. All our podcasts are parked there, including hers. Isabella's episode 31. This is 32. All of our podcasts as well are parked on Podbean. That's Conversations Radio podbean.com and there's an RSS feed. Subscribe and as our podcasts publish, get them delivered right to your device. So uh, that way it's there for you and uh, you can listen to it in your car or what have you, bicycle or whatever and uh, lots of podcasts there. So again, uh, check those out and appreciate all your support. Great show tonight. The guest tonight is going to be Jet Walker. Jet Walker is a voiceover artist and uh, we'll talk to her in just a bit. She's the official voice of the Universal Kids Network. My co-host, i got to tell you, I've been looking for ways to get him on the show, and finally, I've got (laughs) him. Good friend of mine. Uh, We work together, and he is a voiceover uh, actor, an actor, SAG actor as well. Just to give you a little uh, sample of what he does here.
0: Welcome to Swamp Talk. Hey, what did you do this weekend, Shrek? (laughs) Uh,
1: Shrek? (laughs) Uh, Hello? (laughs) I asked you a question, brother. Will somebody please tell a certain donkey... I'm not happy with him today, so I will be giving him the silent treatment. <laughs>
2: My guest co-host tonight is going to be uh, Jason Lewis. Jason, how oh. are you, sir? I'm great, Mike. I'm so happy to be here, bud. I'm glad you were able to help us out here because uh, absolutely, it was. Uh, you know, we've 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 been friends for for years. Now I can finally see how I've worked with the famous Jason Lewis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I tell you, Mike, uh, you, I I love what you're doing with this, and. I appreciate your friendship too you're 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 as much of a appreciator of the craft as you are a fan so i really, oh, yeah. I really dig that yeah man
2: you know for you and i because you know in, in radio you know you, you've you got no face it's all about the hair
0: <laughs> this is you why know? i can do well in it I think. <laughs> uh, you know no kidding you you've
2: been doing this for a while then you you are a sag actor
0: yeah um yeah, but I, since 2001 actually and uh, I think I probably got there a little early, honestly. I, I, looking back, if I could do it all over again, I'd probably wait a little longer so I could, you know, build a little bit more of a non-union anime resume. But, um, you know, like my buddies Max Middleman and all those guys, they're, they're amazing out there. And they, they've been they've been at it for so long. They've built such a great fan base. And um, and now they're really doing, you know, even more and more stuff. But, uh, you know, hey, it is what it is. You live and you learn.
2: Did the acting come first or did the voices come first?
0: Oh, well, um, I would say the acting came first. Um, The voices were always kind of in the background. (laughs) Yeah. You know, growing up, I was always doing impressions and and having fun with my friends. And and, uh, my godfather did this amazing Donald Duck impression when I was a kid. And I remember listening to him going, that's really fun. I want to do voices. (laughs) And I never thought of it as a career, I think. Um, I just thought this would be kind of fun. And it was when I saw Roger Rabbit that I began to kind of go, well, this is a little more serious and, and I think I can probably get into this. And then um, Townsend Coleman came and spoke to our um, ninth grade drama class because his daughter went to school with me over at Village Christian years ago. And um, and he was doing the voice of Michelangelo and oh, wow. uh, the turtles at that time, which was like bigger than you know anything at that time. And I just it, it didn't occur to me until that moment that I was like, huh. This is a career, so you, you, um, you got the. Buddy. You know, I just began pursuing acting, and then figured voiceover would kind of factor into it at some point.
2: And you've done so much. You are the voice of uh, Superman in Justice League. Mm-hmm. Good, good on
0: uh, Justice League action, uh, to be specific. There are many incarnations of uh, Kal El, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy to be doing this one though, we... uh, because it is an amazing show, and uh, I. It's, uh, it's been on Cartoon Network for about two years now, and uh, it's on Hulu. It's living a good life on Hulu. I think people are starting to discover it a little bit more. Uh, it didn't get a lot of publicity on Cartoon Network for whatever reason. It's totally above my pay grade, sad guy. <laughs> but uh, on Hulu, people are really discovering it, and I am really excited to, to see fans kind of waking up to it.
2: Oh, okay. good. Um,
0: yeah, and then there are a bunch of shorts on YouTube as well that have helped kind of spread the word about it. So. and
2: of course, I know you as the voice of Donkey, um, <laughs> and you yeah. are—if you ever go to Universal Studios, folks, um, mm-hmm. it could be it could be uh, Jason, and uh, yeah, it could be, and and also also you're a, an, auto, an Autobot, which is
0: um, yeah, 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 and um, I work with the uh, the Transformers element there, and and so. voice uh, Optimus and Megatron for the. For the element there uh, I was also very key in uh, testing and developing that as well I, I don't know if you knew that or not but I didn't know that um, yeah I was I was part of the phase that kind of like when they came up with this concept of like is this gonna work um, I worked with the uh, the creative team to kind of just play with it and test it and and it uh, it was really fun I was really I was really happy to be a part of that and um, and I've been with the donkey the, the the donkey character the puppet there I've been that Oh, since 2004. <laughs> wow,
2: that's a while. I can't believe it's been that long. Well, I'm glad you're here to co I knew I, I knew I picked the right person. This is definitely in your wheelhouse. Yeah.
0: Because Thanks, man. I our guest that. tonight. I'm uh, happy to be here. Yeah,
2: we're glad to have you. And and again, our guest tonight is uh, remarkable. Her name is Jet Walker. Jet Walker is uh, the daughter of uh, radio icon and program director, producer, personality Robert W. Walker who's program many stations across the country, but uh, she has basically blazed her own trail uh, as a voiceover artist. And she started really, really young, hanging out with her dad in the studio, hanging onto his leg, and uh, you know, being a pain, probably, but maybe not. Because you know, when you're in the studio, you know, you 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 try to get stuff done, and the
0: distractions are always a factor sometimes. Well, you know, as Robert, I tell you, as a dad who has that that issue now with my two and five year old, is it really a pain? <laughs>
2: Well, we'll find out. But no, no, uh, she no, has not. gone on to, uh, she's really, you know, a lot of folks can say, you know, I've been told I've had a good voice. Maybe I should do voiceovers. And I've got to think there's more to it than that. She has worked with some of the finest uh, voiceover actors and coaches around. Hours and hours of hard work and practice and coaching and taking direction has uh, paid off. She is the official voice of the Universal Kids Network
3: this is the noise are you ready to take on the Noisometer? meter it's the high-tech game show that hears your every move oh! the quieter you are the more points you'll get Excuse me. three rounds two teams one Noisometer. meter feeling amazing right now it's low volume high stakes the noise october 23rd at 7th on universal kids
2: i mean that's pretty amazing to get oh, that, it's incredible to, man to we'll we'll like roll. the
0: voice of a network and at, we'll, at all the age of what 12 i think four, no 14
2: <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> about we'll talk about 12 or 14 and 12 14, year olds are doing yeah, yeah. it too, by the way. A lot of, We've only hit the surface with, I mean, it's a very competitive and everyone is doing it. I don't think there's any age limit. I think you've got the voice and you've gone through the proper train. You're going to land gigs. Our guest or tonight, sure. I want to Absolutely. say hi to Absolutely. Jet Walker. Jet! Hi! How's it going?
3: It's going really great. How are you?
2: Doing well. <laughs> Thanks for coming on Conversations. We're glad to have you here.
3: Oh, thank you so much. It's I really appreciate being here.
2: I run across a lot of people, um, Jason, or I'm looking for guests and stuff. And mm-hmm. I found you, I think, on somebody else's site that you were friends with, and I'm like, hmm, voiceovers. And I get intrigued. I was instantly a fan. I said, um, this is somebody that's, that's got it. And voiceovers, Jason, as you know, obviously, it's a competitive thing, um, especially in L.A.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, ridiculously competitive. You know, we're we're auditioning, you know, and, and Jed will tell you, we're auditioning, right. you know, with the celebrities. We're getting submitted right along next to them. But
2: let's go back, Chet. You're an L.A. girl.
3: Yes. Born in Florida. We moved over to California in
2: 2006. Ah. Oh. Well, welcome to California. happy <laughs> to have you here. Do you, miss, do you miss Florida?
3: Well, I was only two, so oh. I don't think the mosquito bites and roaches have made too much of an impression on me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thankfully. Thankfully.
2: Your dad, of course, has worked in radio uh, and done voiceover stuff for years. Um, and it's funny that you fell into it. Tell me about how it started for you. I mean, was this your idea or did dad say, like, come on, Jet, you can do this?
3: Um, VoiceOver, It it has pretty much coexisted in my entire life with my dad, of course, working in the studio. And I'm just hanging around in there and I've grown up with it. And then mm-hmm. I... Started taking interest in what he was doing, so I, I learned a lot from being around my dad. But I, I, I started getting outside coaching and stuff when I was nine years old. So, mm. Yeah,
0: and I see you uh, went to Debbie Derryberry. I did. Yeah, wow. that's great. She's awesome. I, I actually just took one of her classes this year too. He, wow, he's yeah.
3: learned so much from her.
0: Yeah, she's she's a classy gal, man. And was that for uh, was that for promo or what was that for exactly?
3: Animation primarily, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah,
0: because that's her focus typically. Because I was like, I didn't know she did promo, but, uh, but that's, but I know she does network stuff sometimes because she's just that kid sound. But, um, but yeah, no, that, that's great. Are you now? Is animation something you want to venture into as well?
3: Uh, yeah, of course. And in addition to Debbie Derryberry, I train often with Randy Thomas, mm. who,
2: the voice of the Oscars and the Emmys. Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, promos and stuff. A lot
0: of that, yeah. That's great, man.
2: So the, the early days take us back. Uh, how did it all? I mean, what was the uh, what was the uh, the training like? Because obviously, you've got a lot of hours behind the mic right now, and obviously, um, Universal Kids was a huge break for you. But before that, you um, went through all the proper training and whatnot. And uh, tell us about that.
3: So when I was nine years old, uh, I got started with Tony Gonzalez at Kids Vo. Um, okay burbank and after school about two three days a week maybe once a week i'd get my stuff and we'd drive down to burbank and go over to tony's um at home studio and he'd give me all the the proper nomenclature and stuff for voiceover and i'd learn how to you know add nonverbals and all the good stuff all the good stuff you need to know for voiceover
0: Hmm.
2: does this sound familiar jason
0: oh yeah yeah i mean this is something that i'm Slowly venturing into as well is is coaching uh, as well, uh, Jet. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I've been trying to uh, grow that as as well. And uh, my my little business is called the Voice Reactor, um, cool. because I believe that acting is reacting. And um, but then it's like this kind of like you know also R E colon the actor regarding the actor everything regarding the actor. I think it's a, a complete that you know, any voice talent has to have, um, which you as well know, uh, you have to kind of, you know, school yourself in that before you really think about doing funny voices or anything else. It's, it's the acting that really comes off. But with promo, uh, tell me, is that something that you were kind of thinking about before? Is is it, I mean, were you just kind of going, Hey, let's see what this is and what what lands for me or how'd that come about for you?
3: Well, It it was really surreal because I had worked in animation for so long, I'd never actually expected to get a promo, even though I had auditioned for that a couple of times. And Mm -hmm. so when I actually landed the role, I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to do promos. And I think I did that really well when I um, performed in the studio
0: that's great man and you got a really great voice for it i, I will say and you, you certainly sell the universal kids network well i wish they'd use it in the park a little more i think your voice is really awesome
2: <laughs> i was going to say the same thing yeah your voice is very very versatile which i like uh, and again you've gone through a lot of training do you find your voice it's it's very natural this is the way you talk which is so yeah. cool you're not you're not like the gary owens kind of
1: and remember, if you'd like to learn one of life's most valuable secrets, just send
0: $20 <laughs> to the announcer in care of this station. And by return mail, you'll receive your very own copy of the exciting one and a half page book entitled Why You Should Never Send Some Guy 20 Bucks Just Because He Asks You To Over the Radio.
2: You gotta love Gary. And that's the way he talks so, in
1: real life. That's the oh way yes, he sounds.
0: No, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Robert, did you ever meet
1: him? Hi, uh, guys. Um, yeah, this is. Robert W. Walker here. I didn't meet him, but we worked together via phone batch um, uh-huh. many times. I I'm also a producer and I've worn so many hats. You know, if you can if you can uh, wear enough different hats, you can survive a long time in this business. Oh yeah. Oh, when yeah. Jason was talking about his coaching business, I thought, you know, maybe he and Jet should work together. <laughs> Since they share an agent. Well, yeah. you know, why not? But oh yeah. yeah. But we'll, anyway. We'll <laughs> To get back to the Gary thing. No, we, we were on the phone together a lot with commercials. We were using him as an on air voiceover talent for some commercials we were doing. <laughs> you know, in the beginning, he was the great Gary Owens and you find out in this business, you know, people people's image can be what they really are or they can uh-huh. be completely different. Turns out his lightheartedness, his wit, what you heard was exactly what you got. What a sweetheart of a guy. He was just wonderful to work with willing to do to try anything take direction not that you had to give him a lot because his instincts were so good
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: The, the, he was uh, a wonderful wonderful man it was a pleasure to work with
2: him i shared this story with you robert a few days ago when we talked but i met gary Owens first in the 70s in san francisco he uh was the uh he worked he did the pilot for uh the gong show uh they taped it at kgo tv it was a winter ah. night and actually snowed in san francisco my earliest recommend, recommend, recollection was Gary Owens fighting with a vending machine cuz it took his money <laughs> and i said i said i know you who are you he goes i'm gary owens and i'm like you know I'm like, gary wow owens. you know I, I, knew, I knew i knew i knew him from laughing.
0: so oh, well, i remember uh, jet you'll you'll appreciate this uh, well and this uh, how long have you been with vox jet four years four I've years
3: for,
0: yeah four years oh, okay um, cuz i uh back in the day i've been Vox since 2004 and back in the day they uh before we were going before we were having home studio setups there was about a year or two i was with them where i was going into the office and i'd drive down to wilshire and this is they were actually in a different building just up the street from where they are now and I, i would go into the office and sign in and i'd sit in the lobby and i mean just all stars would be coming and sitting in the office with me waiting to audition and I mean, I'm still very new in this business at this point, and I'm just like, who are these people? And I mean, you know, it's like, it, it was just incredible. And I remember one day I went in to sit down. I'm I'm preparing my audition. I'm sitting there in the booth, or not in the booth, but in the in the waiting room. And this man walks in with this turtleneck sweater. It's older man, and and a, and a younger man's with him, and and he's wearing these polished shoes and this suit coat. And he sits down and. And he begins talking like this. He's like, you know, we should do this thing. And I just looked at him and I was like, is he for real? And I was like, who is this guy? You know? And, wow. and I went in the booth and I, and Jason's like, did you see Gary Owens out there? Our, you know, our booth director. And I said, that's who that was? Oh my gosh, he is so intense. It was really crazy. I couldn't believe I sat across from him. I didn't say two words to him because I was just so taken aback. Presence. but You're that's absolutely good. right though, Robert. He is exactly who you get.
2: To you follow know. up on the story though, um, Years later, I met Gary at a book signing at Dutton's Book in North Hollywood. He had written the book, (laughs) How to Make a Million Dollars with Your Voice, blah, 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 you know. And I said, Gary, I met you back in the 70s. You were in the gong show. You were – he goes, oh, I remember that. I was in San Francisco. It was snowed that night. And you were fighting with a vending machine. He goes, were you that kid? I said, yeah.
0: (laughs) He remembered me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. He's
2: a very sharp guy. And, you know, him and Jonathan Winters were really good friends. And, uh, and of course, most of the laughing guys. But he really was – an icon when you think voiceover announcers and radio and stuff like that, you think Gary Owens, I think, yeah. the, I think the cupping of the ear is a bunch of BS. I don't <laughs> I think that's oh. something he created for the show, but uh, yeah, they're, they're icons. Oh, right. Yeah. you know, <laughs> But again, do you have any voiceover icon, um, idols? Um, or does that even exist for you, Jet? People you look up to in the, in the business? That's a great
0: question. I actually kind of want to know that too. Like, do you have anyone you, you look up to?
3: I look up to my dad.
0: Oh,
2: that's oh, great. Uh, uh. That's a safe answer, too.
0: <laughs> Your <laughs> and, dad probably has, like, a, a lot of people that he goes, yeah, you should check this person
3: out and stuff. And... Yeah.
2: does yeah. it like pull you in a studio and say, sit down, let's listen to these people? And, like, you, you, you hear samples of other voiceover artists?
3: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, he'll play samples for me, and I'll be like, wow, that guy's voice is really deep and really sultry. I don't know how he does it.
0: got
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you, you
1: you guys are talking about the texture of Jet's voice. It was interesting. Why don't you tell him the story about the gender question? Yes.
3: Oh, oh, okay. So we had sent in our audition and we received an email saying, uh, we can record Jet on so-and-so date. We are excited to meet him. And <laughs> at the sight of that, I just laughed. And I'm like, they're in for a surprise. So um, <laughs> it's my first session. I'm really giddy and excited, and I call everybody up, and we're getting to know each other, introductions and whatnot. And so one of them asked the question, Jed, are you a boy or, or, or a girl? Cause, and then I said, I'm a girl. <laughs> and the, the laughter fills their whole room, and I they, they applaud. It was It was awesome
0: that's seriously rad because i don't think you understand just how groundbreaking you are you know maybe your dad tells you this but i mean I, and i'm telling you this as as a as a colleague it's like females in promo have it's like that's been a real struggle and it's only been in the last couple of years uh that that's even become more of a thing i mean we're hearing more women do like the the Oscar announcing and I think they've done that for some years but now we're starting to hear them in the voice of networks and different things like that. So the fact that you are doing this as a teenager and a girl is huge and I, and I think it's really I, I think I think you need to understand that because it's really a trailblazing thing.
3: yeah thank you the producers at NBC Universal are really great to work with they're creative supportive and they give really good directions so I gotta own that for sure. <laughs>
2: You recorded a lot of stuff for them too. You did all their all their all the stuff with the launch, liners, bumpers, tags. You had early call times, didn't you?
3: Yep, early rise.
2: <laughs> so what was the routine?
3: So um, they're over in New York, so
0: Oh right, would, right.
3: Usually it would be Tuesday mornings I'd rise at five thirty AM and get my throat coat and maybe tea or something and Maybe some coffee too if I was feeling a bit drunk. <laughs> All right, you know what I mean, and
0: okay, no so, shame there.
3: <laughs> we'd wait for the call at the mic, and then we would record for uh, forty-five minutes, an hour, or maybe up to two hours if it was. It, it was a real. It varied. The wow. it varied a lot, definitely through a two-hour two
0: um, promo session. That's intense.
3: Yeah. yeah, sometimes there would be, you know, four scripts. Sometimes there would only be like. Uh, two lines, but in the yeah. end, it all amounted to something really great, and it was For sure. really cool so yeah you,
0: and you,
2: again you you go in you set up, and you get it done, and this' is the part I was saying earlier earlier jason you can you can have a great voice, but there's so much more to learn as well, obviously yep. you know procedure and learning to read copy and and taking cues, and there's so much more to it.
0: Well, and and I will say that for me, you know, my journey has been more from the animation end of things. So right. breaking, so doing into commercial and, and, and promo and things like that, that's been more of a learning curve for me. And I have had to take, you know, I took some classes at Kalmanson and and uh, uh, Carolyn Barry and, and, and a couple other people who have been really helpful at helping me find my commercial voice. And as you can, you know, I, I, I've gotten to do quite a few of them now, and uh, I'm starting to find that stride. It's an intimidating thing to to have, you know, to, to read and just be you sometimes.
1: <laughs> I have a childhood friend by the name of Bo Weaver, who is a huge voiceover guy. He's Trailers, imaging, he does a lot of...
0: Yeah, I recognize that name.
1: On his website many years ago, he put up an article that was one of the most cogent pieces of writing about voiceover work that I've ever read in my life. And the the salient part of it was, he said, first thing first, you don't have to have a great voice to be in voiceover. You do have to know how to do great things with the voice you've got. Absolutely. He made the point, you know, a lot of people say, Hey, people tell me I've got a great voice. You should be in voiceover. (laughs) And the point that he makes, and it's absolutely true. You know, I don't have the voice of God, but I do know what to do with it. And I think my daughter does the same thing at the behest of the people who have mentored her. Randy Thomas was the first female to be the voice of the Oscars. Yeah. The the Tony Awards, the Kennedy Center Honors, a real breakthrough pioneering woman.
0: She could not be in better hands. No.
1: voice of Jimmy Neutron, a cartoon voice legend. And these people are giving Jet the tools, I think to mm-hmm. create characters and get into the headspace of, you know, what is this person like internally and how can you express that that through your voice. And I think it's a really important thing. A lot of people that you know, I'm sure Jason, you run into people like, hey mm-hmm. people tell me all the time I've got a good voice. Should I care how do I get the voice? <laughs> well <laughs> you have a voice, that's step one. Now let's go through the ten thousand hours of training to get right. you on the right track.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, like, like, there's so much truth to that, Robert. I mean, you know, I will say it wasn't until I was in my 10th year with Fox that I really started booking more consistently. And uh, there is a lot of truth to that that people don't want to admit.
2: <laughs> it's like, you know, I've worked for radio for a few years. And how many times you've been asked, Robert, you know this. I think I, could, I think I could work in radio. You, you want to be as encouraging as possible, but you also want to insert some reality, you know, about the business. <laughs> there's so much so much involved with you know working in radio and doing voiceovers and stuff and it is more to it than the voice
1: obviously sure yeah, yeah and it's a job and it's work and there you know there's there's uh there are skill sets that you need to learn and it's a craft and uh, <clears throat> it's like acting or anything else you know it looks when you see the finished product or you hear the finished product it's uh it has the illusion of being easy
0: i wanted to ask yet uh so so you're you're in high school now is that right
3: yeah I just started freshman year.
0: Wow. You're, you're killing it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just so impressed. Um, Thank you. Now, what, what are your plans in terms of college and training and, and down the line? What do you, what do you see for yourself there? I'm, I'm, is that important to you or do you, do you want to um, do that or do you want to do other things?
3: Well, I'm definitely envisioning my future at, as like, I want to. Change people's lives. I want to be a neurosurgeon. I want to operate on people's brains. And, wow. You know, yeah. I, I want well, to help That's,
0: that's certainly, a, a you know, <laughs> at least you're not an overachiever, uh, you know.
3: Uh...
0: <laughs> 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 wow. Is that for real, Jet? You want to be a neurosurgeon? Yeah, for real. Man, I think what's going to be awesome is when you narrate the whole procedure and like you <laughs> set the standard for the the medical industry
3: you know oh, absolutely i like <laughs> that i would do that totally going to happen
0: <laughs> i and- i believe it i believe it i think that's great man i you see that is so cool that's so neat to hear that i i, I think you should absolutely walk in that is that, that really that really wakes you up that's that, that's what makes you passionate
2: and it's not, it's not necessarily a B plan, but it's a good career, obviously. But with voiceovers, you can do both, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The good thing is you don't have to give up doing voiceovers yeah. to be a neurosurgeon. No. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. do it while you're doing surgery, but
2: obviously, you know. Yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah, don't do it at the same time, though. <laughs> most uh most successful voiceovers artists as as you know Jason and and of course uh Dad Robert and Jet Walker know uh too they've got setups at home ISDN lines and and mm-hmm. a mixer and recording apparatus and different high quality stuff so you can do this stuff from your house and that's what Jet does
0: that home video you guys shot that's that's in your studio Robert
1: Yes it is and nice looking and studio that's Yeah it's great man I've had I've had home studios for Ugh. Since way before Jet was born, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: so I could relate to when Jason was talking about waiting, you know, sitting in a waiting room or, you know, you used to have to drive all over town to auditions and and to gigs. You go to various studios and, and now it's nice because you can do it in your pajamas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the auditioning part of it's nice to, to be able to do, too. I agree. It's because it's <laughs> driving around L.A. is, is so awful.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> awful.
0: It's, now, Robert, you were in Florida. Were you doing a lot of regional work there? Were you doing national work? What was what was your life like as a voiceover actor there?
1: I was doing regional and national. You know, I started off as a disc jockey when I was in high school. When I was okay. 16 years old, I got my first job, which led to voicing some commercials, which led to being heard by agencies, which led to being hired by agencies. And another thing about sticking around a long time is your pals end up in high places. <laughs> so... Yeah. Guys that you're hanging out with, you know, in the studio and Mm -hmm. with, you know, they end up running agencies and they're marketing directors and they're promotion directors and they're, you know, they end up being able to hire you. And that's really the kind of way it it worked out. So, yeah, that's great. In Florida, you know, I did, I was the voice of Honda, which spread to a regional deal and they end up running all over the country. And just like anything else, one thing leads to another. As I say, if you can. If it can just survive long enough, stay in one place, and keep your name out there, uh, the next hmm. thing you know, gosh, I built a career. That's that, so great,
0: man, man. Well, that's so encouraging to hear because you know, you know, our, our family living in L.A. It's 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 hard, and we've we've often questioned like, could we do this elsewhere? And it sounds like that's like a really real possibility.
1: Yeah, the geography now, because of ISDN, because of home studios. Is not as critical as it used to be. It used to be you had to be in LA or New York. We moved to Los Angeles about sixteen years ago or twelve years ago, whatever it was. You know, I had built in business that I brought with me. And my wife is a director and a writer and she had you know, we had clients that we've had for for many years mm-hmm. and my dad had a saying, you know, you gotta hunt where the ducks are. In <laughs> Miami we kinda hit the ceiling. You know, we went as far as we could and I right. Told right. so her, um, you know, we got to hunt where the ducks are. We need to be in Los Angeles. And I've right. I've been coming out here for business anyway for years and years. And once we made the move, it was a seamless move as far as our clients were concerned. It also opened up many more doors. And fortunately for our little prodigy girl here, yes, you know, we're in the right place at the right time because she does have access now to people that she wouldn't if we were still in Miami or if right. we were in for sure. Des Moines or wherever. <laughs> you, you know you you don't get to you don't get to run with the <clears throat> the debbie Derryberries and the nancy Cartwright yeah. and the randy Thomases <laughs> and the jasons and the Martin, well God, you know, thank
0: Lester. you robert you're you're too kind no
3: i'm
0: just
2: <laughs> kind enough what was the first thing that you've ever voiced yet
3: as in like audition wise or yeah like my first okay the first thing i ever read actually it was a tongue twister I was faltering and stumbling, and it was really funny. And I bet a lot of people found it endearing, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> the, um, so I do have recordings of those from a while ago. And
2: God, I should have had those. The
3: first actual um, voicing I did, it was actually a – it was probably some raspy little um, creature, maybe like a frog or some sort of small uh, – <laughs> rodent or something but yeah when I was um younger my, my my voice was like it was more raspy than it is right now now it's kind of smooth like peanut butter <laughs>
0: so, kind of like um, like peanut
2: butter <laughs> like peppermint patty
0: in a way oh yeah it definitely has a bit of that vibe I, I think it's interesting because you you have you do have a rich voice texture but you have you have more than that it's it's more than just a rich voice texture it's like a I would define it as something you, it's like I don't know I feel like I'm listening to Sheryl Crow as a teenager
2: let me give you some samples guys
3: <laughs> no I'm not lost I, I want to do what you do with my friends back on my island help other dragons and save sheep and help people do well people things I want to start my own rescue riders. First things first, you can't whack a monster if you can't whack a noob. The higher you score, the less likely a monster will eat you next time. Who's a-whackin' first? And that girl over there is Patty. And the funny thing about Patty is that I love her and everything about her, but I will never ever talk to her because she fills me with terror. That's a very interesting question, Sanjay, and one that requires a very textured answer. Hmm. Salty. Small hint of mildew. Oh, Reynolds, my sweet baby bro. He was so young, so innocent. There's tons of dancing at a coming-of-age ball, Lucas. And I'm putting you on my dance card. You are going to love Chef Ferdinand's famous Epilineo cookies. Please try one. Oh, I have lots of strengths. I'm known for my singing (laughs) and dancing. And helping the elderly find their way home.
0: It's so versatile. Just a small sampling. Yeah,
2: and, <laughs> and but again, it's, it's you talking. It doesn't sound forced. It's like uh-huh. you're in front of a mic and you just start talking, and it sounds, it sounds wonderful.
3: Oh, thank you so much.
0: It really does. Now, is this a demo that you put together, or do, are these clips from things you've done?
3: Uh, this, this is a, a demo that I put together. Yeah. Auditions. It's,
0: it's well, it's well produced. It's well produced.
3: Thank you my yeah. dad put that together
0: yeah it sounds it sounds like a uh, production it, it really does you got a lot of different faces to your your characters too yeah. and I I really like that I, mean, I I think it gives you a lot of um, a lot of a lot of range like Mike said um, now are you are you oh you good doing boy voices because that's that's a big thing
3: yeah it's you know I enjoy doing it I like exploring the facets of my voice and it's it's a really fascinating thing yeah. and yeah um, I used to voice male characters, especially in this app that I used to have, like, I don't know, I started using it when I was maybe seven years old. It was called Toontastic. Uh, ah. they, they, they don't have it anymore, but it was an app for kids where they could, like, animate their own characters, and uh, they would voice the characters, and it was really cool, because cool. you could add music and stuff. It was, like, a really easy platform for little kids to use, and that's what kind of actually initially piqued my interest in voiceover.
0: That sounds really cool. <laughs> so,
3: yeah.
2: I went to your website, I read your website, and I read your quote about doing the audition things and getting rejected and and, and all that, and then finally getting uh, this deal with Universal. Tell us about the day that you found out you got the job for uh, doing the voices for Universal Kids.
3: Okay. So, (laughs) uh, it was um, July, and I was at camp, and I had returned, uh, sunburned, uh, sweaty, and, you know, (laughs) Just uh, a day out in the gritty sun. So I had gotten home, and I thought it was just going to be a regular evening. Everything was culminating nicely. I had a nice day, and my mom tells me. She calls me down. She's like, you're in big trouble, Missy, and I'm like, oh, God, what did I do now? (laughs) And so turns out she was just playing a little game with me, and then she tells me that I booked Universal Kids, expectations, like, completely blown, and... (laughs) Wow. Uh, it was it was crazy and I was like, Oh my goodness.
0: That's I, huge, man. That's so huge.
3: Yeah, it was it was crazy.
0: So did That's you awesome, did man. you
2: voice everything at home or did you go into studios as well?
3: For universal kids I voiced everything from the comfort and privacy of my own home. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Way to go, Dad.
1: Well, she has a built in engineer too, so you know.
0: That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> ba-
2: back in back in our day, Jet, we had tape.
0: It was a little different, you know? You right? Um, yeah, I know. Gosh. A, but, yeah, but Robert knows is. I'm sure, days. Robert, you dealt with tape. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, Jet, what's a splicing block?
3: I don't know. Uh, you're the engineer. Why are you on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: was, do know uh, what a
0: splicing block yeah,
2: is.
1: Yeah, I do, too. That
0: was... Uh,
2: <laughs> it's that was
1: antiquated. Uh, it's an antique, girl. I'll... I'll I'll show you old black and white photos. Sometime. All
0: that stuff we're doing a computer now, Jet. We used to do with our hands, basically.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
2: Cut and paste had a whole new meaning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really definitely nice. literally, literally
1: yeah. cut and
0: paste. So. Yeah,
1: cut and tape.
2: And it was yeah, fun- and it was tape. funny because Jet was telling a story about how she found out, and it sounded like a like a uh, like a movie line, like you know, in a world, you know. Um, well, here's another sample for you. Hold on a second. They're out of the zoo.
1: Navigation. <laughs>
2: Without a clue. Huh?
1: Don't give me excuses. Give me results.
2: Madagascar. Don LaFontaine, the, the, yeah, the legend, the, the legend. And when she was when she was telling her story about you know coming home red sunburned, it's, it sounded like a <laughs> like a movie liner. It was great. But um, <laughs> the um, so you, so you got the gig, and again, early morning calls. You you get up, you get a a little shot of mouthwash and then some water on your face, and you're in your studio. Recording and then you're off to school, but the payoff yeah. is uh, the payoff is wonderful. I mean, you're you are a working voiceover, um, voiceover artist that's got to make you feel just amazing.
3: Yeah, it does absolutely like it's so satisfying in retrospect, it's just incredible, it's mind blowing.
1: Uh, I'll tell you well, something,
3: she won't, I'll tell you
1: something she won't toot her own horn about, but one of the things that really cemented it for me uh, and really made me proud was that it didn't take too long before if they needed pickups or they needed things done you know because of the time difference they they got it got to the point where they knew they were able to send us stuff that we could do unsupervised so many times you know when she got out of school at 3 or 3 30 or 6 or 6 30 in new york and they were oftentimes the producers were just gone or they were editing or whatever they were doing mm-hmm. and they would just have stuff appear in our, in our emails say, Hey, can you pick this up? Or, you know, and of course, you know, our agent would call and say, can you do this unsupervised? And so that was a real feather in her cap. I thought, because, well, you know, they try, they trust your instincts enough to not have to be on the line with us. Even.
0: Right. Jason, That's amazing.
1: You know, an unsupervised session is like a, like, manna from heaven. Yeah. You know, you're like, really? We can just do this on our own? And That's
0: pretty huge. That is huge. I totally yeah. get that.
1: Well, she, you know, again, she won't toot her own horn, but she's she's able. she was always able to give them what they wanted in the first or second take 90% of the time. And, uh, you know, she always took direction well. And, you know, and again... That that's the key is being able to adapt and, and take direction and for sure and, and get it. It's an you know the to have the intellectual ability and the the, the skill set to say oh you want to back this off you want more air you want more excitement right. you want more boring whatever it is you know it's an acting job
2: and you may you right. may you may say a line several different ways you know exactly uh, up or down you know universal kids universal kids. Isn't there isn't there a rule about that? After like five words, you change the pitch, or
0: I I don't know. These days, the rules are kind of all off. I mean, <laughs> when you're especially if you're doing commercial stuff. I mean, they they really love just having a natural sound. They don't like having any predictability about it. I remember I was in a a McDonald's session once. I was just thinking about this the other day. Oh. And uh, I, was, I was doing a commercial for a regional McDonald's spot. And it was, it was for TV. And, and, you know, I kind of, have, having seen plenty of McDonald's commercials, knew the vibe of, of what they were wanting and stuff. And, and so I was doing the read. And, and in my voiceover training head, I was saying, you know we have to make sure we end on the word down. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the end of the spot has to come down. You know, it's like, you always have to like, in your head, Just out of habit. I was thinking like that. And the casting director, I mean, the, or the guy in the booth kept saying, oh, you know, I like how he went kind of did this thing at the end. And thing. But it made it sound like a question the way I was saying it. And, <laughs> you know, for you know, and I was like, is that what you want? I did. In my mind, I was thinking, like, do you want your people to question yours? <laughs> but I was like, OK, OK, I'll do it. You know, <laughs> like, but it just felt it just felt so weird to me. So, like, all those rules are so I up in the air because, you know, you've got so many hands in the pot and so many moving parts to every little thing and people needing approval. And that's why Robert said what he said about having an unmanaged session is like a manna because you know that that's like they they nitpick over everything. They're so worried about every little tiny thing. So it it is pretty incredible.
2: The copy as well, and I've voice spots as well. And you hit copy, and it'll tell you how they want it read. And if you've got a good station or a good PD who's loading the stuff into a computer um, for error, it even maybe it maybe may several different versions of a spot, mm-hmm. and it'll it'll yeah. say on the on the log, you know, it ends up ends down. Or it'll ch- show you which one it's you know which one it is. So sometimes sometimes they're specific, you know.
0: And I've learned that, you know, and here's, here's something I've learned, and I'll, I'll pass this along to you, Jet and Robert. I'm sure you probably agree with this too. Like, you know, there's when you're given a line reading, don't take it personally. <laughs> because a lot of times it's, it's they don't, the people directing these sessions aren't entirely aware that that's a faux pas and, and don't know how to direct you otherwise. And so I've, I've been learning to just kind of accept a line reading and be like, Okay. Because a lot of people directing these sessions are marketing people. They're not like acting directors. So they have this thing in their head of what they want it to sound like. And so I really had to adopt that, you know, of like, okay, I can't take this personally. I just have to like, you know, roll with it and give them what they want, you know, but I don't know. What do you think about that,
1: Robert? I feel like it's a service business.
0: I'm happy
1: happy to get a line reading because if that's what you want, that's exactly what I can give you. Exactly. And so I look at it as a plus. It doesn't. In the least. I'm happy happy to do it that way. And a lot of times, you know, as you mentioned, you know, they're marketing people or whatever, and NBC Universal aside, because those people are great and they know what they're doing. Maybe when you're working with a local agency in a smaller market or something, they're not sure exactly what they want, but they'll know it when they hear it.
2: (laughs) That's for sure.
1: And how many times do you get the direction not announcery yeah. oh my gosh. Like give them, <laughs> almost give them every day natural, almost every day you give them give them a few natural reads and then say no 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 we need more excitement and, and more more push it a little more and by the end of it you're being nothing but announcery.
0: I, I, oh my gosh robert you hit the nail on the head it drives me up the wall because i give him that non-announcery spot that very natural read and then when i hear the spot it's like, hello, I'm Gary Owens. You know, it's like.
1: <laughs> but you know what? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: These are privileged people's problems.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, for
1: sure. 10,000 people in line for our jobs who would love to have these problems.
0: Oh, for sure. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I only, I only, I'm not complaining. I just, it's always comical to me to be like, well. It is,
1: it is yeah. ironic. It is
0: it's ironic. ironic. <laughs> um.
1: What do you think, Jed? Do you like line readings when they give you line readings or would you rather make it up on your own?
3: Oh, I, I um I don't I like it either way. It's fine, so long as I can deliver my lines
0: That's hmm. Good attitude.
2: <laughs> and the thing with Jet is Jet again, is, you, your voice is uh, I keep saying this over and over again it's like a but your voice is just so natural. It's it's mm-hmm. it's like it's like effortless Thank for you. Me. So um you're really- obviously you're gonna you're gonna develop a style which you which you really have, which is so natural. Um but uh picking back in what Jason said about not personalizing it. Um, so important, you know, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you're, you know, you're good or they wouldn't have, wouldn't have picked you. So, I mean, it's in that most jobs. So it's, it's, that's important not to personalize it, make it your own. And, uh, and you've done that. Uh, the universal kids, liners, tags, promos, bumpers, all of those, you voiced a lot. And uh, they, they just all sound spot on, especially the in show, the in show stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, there's a lot of, I want to say vocal choreography involved with that, the timing and whatnot. Obviously, there's editing of course but uh it just totally fits
3: yeah, yeah it's awesome
0: now jet do you have a do you have a dream role before you become a neurosurgeon or...
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh well i'm just gonna see where life takes me i'm gonna you know get through high school and get of course like have fun live it up in my extracurriculars and whatnot but i just gotta adhere to do what I do and of course jazz guitar is like
2: yeah you uh, the
3: love of my life besides voiceover in school
0: I love that video you and your dad jamming that's like oh, so freaking awesome so yeah. and you
2: um you're also uh into track and field I understand um, yeah. and I understand you're very good at it oh yes you've won some awards and uh, and whatnot so uh you you've got a full plate between music uh voiceovers and um and track and field that's great uh, geez, I, I don't know how you choose, but uh, you seem to find you found a balance. And
0: yeah. um... so, Robert, are you letting her like listen to like Django Reinhardt and stuff like that, or what's your? He's recipe? introducing
1: me to music, Jason. At the at this point, it's like, what? How did you find out about that?
0: That's great, man.
1: I was turning her onto Traffic, Low Spark of High Heeled Boys, and uh huh. Um, I don't know, what else was I telling you about? I mean, classic rock, a lot of a lot of that stuff. But sure. she's taken the ball and run with it. She started playing guitar when she was very, very small, six, seven, eight years old. Dad, teach me how to play the guitar. And I said, you know, hands need to be bigger and fingers <laughs> have to be stronger. Finally, summer before last, she said, I'm putting my foot down. My hands are big <laughs> enough. My fingers yeah. are strong enough. Teach me some chords. So That's I great. Did. Good for you, Chad. And here we in you know, 16 months later, she's better than, she's way better than I am. And I've been playing since I, you know, since I was 15 years old. It Isn't it good? great
0: when you see your kids, like, surpass you in something? It's just, it's really, it's really awesome. Like, it's really a, a very happy thing. I totally get that. That's awesome, man.
1: Yeah, it's it's delightful. And The I want... track and field thing, you know, again, she's, she goes, yeah, I, I like it. But she's got a wall full of trophies and ribbons <laughs> and medals and awards. Yeah she was on a relay team that broke a 12 year old relay record for the state of California i
3: was the first leg <laughs> wow
1: she was the first leg and that's it's interesting because that's really how she got on the uh, on the she, the she got to neurosurgery by way of being an orthopedic surgeon
2: no. <laughs> it, wow
1: it, it, being on track team and i said you know if you ever get hurt or whatever you know it's it, it's nice to have a track career but you need to have a backup plan yeah. How about, yeah. Uh, how about orthopedic surgery because she got hurt? She hurt her peroneal.
3: Oh, bad memories. Um <laughs> I twist I I twisted my growth plate. I didn't crack it but um I I was at that point in my physical growth where the growth plate uh, at the ankle was not yet it hadn't yet calcified properly into um actual bone. It was still cartilage. So Ouch. Um, I just twisted it. I didn't crack it. I didn't tear it or anything. I just twisted it really badly. And uh, I had to wear a cast for like two weeks. And it was like the most painful two weeks of my life because I was away from track. And uh, I missed my track buddies. Man. But oh, uh, yeah. got it off and I continued. And I managed to make it to the championship meet after recovering from that injury.
2: <laughs> but you're, wow. It, good but for you're, you, okay, you're okay, man. You're okay now.
3: Yes. Okay. Um, this, that was um, last season in 2017. Whereas 2018, um, uh, I used to be one of the tallest on my track team, and but now you know I, I stand at five two, and my peers have transcended me, and they're not—they're like five six. So, oh okay, they—they uh, they have the benefit of long legs, and I have long legs though. Uh,
2: but you—but you've got the better voice. <laughs> That's the thing, and I'll, uh,
3: maybe I'll announce track meets.
2: There you go. I think it's all—it's all—all is all still on your resume, and uh, certainly voiceover. I, I was in a, back there for just a second because we're almost out of time here. If we've, we've gone over it a bit, but that's okay. I can fix that. Um, <laughs> voiceover is, is everybody does. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a big business—not just uh, you know theatrical, TV, and radio—and but like like car washes. You've chosen the Superwash for five fifty-five. Please drive forward. I mean, he's a, you know, who's voicing oh, this yeah. stuff? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you look at uh, you look at um, um, Siri. I mean, that's um, you know, she's
0: a yeah. Well, uh, the, the AI life is going to be interesting yeah. in the future. I mean, you know, as a neurosurgeon, you could probably speak to that a little bit as well. Uh, you know.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: you
2: well, I got to tell you, this has been a great hour. Jet Walker, of course, JetWalkerVO.com, uh, dot and uh, she's also on Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. And you're going to be hearing a lot from her, uh, no pun intended. Um,
0: this is this is just the beginning.
2: Yes. And uh, yes. my question is, what do you give a voiceover artist for Christmas? Like like, uh, like microphones or, or what? headphones real. or yeah. lozenges? Lozenges. Lozenges. I like that. <laughs> I
0: like that that's funny she, she's she got a sense of humor too Robert nice job
2: so look for Jet Walker as well like I say her voice is the voice of the Universal Kids Network I'm sure you to be hearing more from her other places as well and uh, at uh, 14 years old uh, you've done uh, just remarkable and uh, Jet uh, very proud of you I know your dad and mom are very proud of you as well uh, Robert and Yeah. Mo. thank you so much and, uh, and again look forward to having you on here again and uh, having you voice stuff for
0: us too from I'm proud of
3: you and I barely know you yeah We'll have to do a voiceover party or something. It's been a privilege. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And Uh, again,
2: again, Robert, thanks for helping facilitate this as well. And and again, uh, to Mo as well. What Jed has accomplished—something that folks twice your age are still trying to break into—and I Mm -hmm. think that um, obviously timing is is a a important factor. But the thing is, is you were chosen out of tons of kids. You were the one. You're the voice, and um, and you're well on your way. So uh, good for you.
3: Thank you. Very
2: good. So uh, again, thank you so much, and uh, Robert, thank you, sir.
1: Appreciate it so much. We're you're we're pri- pri- yep. privileged and blessed.
3: Thank you, Mike. It's
1: been a long. Oh, day. thank
2: you, Mo. <laughs> There's Mom, Mom, I, Mom, I, Mo, I, Mo out there? To
3: pick up her guitar for a half a second.
2: Go ahead. hey guitar. Here do. We, go. we get a concert. Here we go. I don't know
1: what you want me to play. yesterday.
2: And we're live. <laughs>
3: That's nice. just something quick. Very nice, Nice. Cool. <laughs> it's just
0: the Beatles.
3: Anything, anything,
2: anything,
1: anything Jet can't do. Mike, she's
2: like super kid. It's like,
1: <laughs> it's great. You oh, can't get any sleep because she's got another hour and a half of homework. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well,
0: Jet Robert good luck Mo. with that.
1: Guys, thank you so much. We miss it for the world, guys. It's an yes. honor and a privilege. Thank you. Thank you. you, both you.
0: Thank much. you. Hey, go. will I see you guys at the Vox party next week?
1: Yes. Absolutely. Good, All right.
0: Look, I definitely want to connect there and and, and say hi. So. make
1: sure you get yeah. picked oh, you know she's she's nominated
0: for the voice arts oh Awards. yes let's talk oh, about right. that oh quick. my gosh we didn't
2: even talk about that sovis so what is sovis uh jason go ahead
0: well a sovis is an organization that's kind of like the academy of voice actors um i have yet to join it um <laughs> but uh but i know that uh it a lot of my colleagues are and uh they're trying to you know, really draw more attention to the work of voice actors and and the craft of voice acting, and and uh, these awards uh, are are pretty prestigious now, and and it's really amazing that she's been nominated, and and I wish you the best of luck with that. Now, when is that? Is that next week?
1: It's November eighteenth, I think. Eighteenth, okay. Yeah, at Warner Brothers Studios. Wow, yeah, a that mind-boggling is so cool. thing, because I mean, she's mixed it. You talk about high company. Oh yeah. High cotton, as we used to say. She's mixed in with, uh, you know, the best that the best in the business. So when they when they say it's an honor to be nominated for once, you know, I, I take that to heart. Win, lose or draw, to have your name listed with the people that you're listed with, absolutely unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it's incredible, man, and I've, it's well deserved. I've got a good well feeling
2: deserved. about that. I think she's gonna do All it, right, thank guys. Thank you so much. Uh, stay right there, don't go away. Uh, Jason, we got the show in the can. I appreciate you helping out tonight.
0: Yeah, and it's been an honor, you guys. Thanks for having me with you. Hope you can do it again.
2: Yeah, Jason Lewis, where do they find you at, by the way?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at TheJLew or on Instagram at the underscore J. Um Also at JasonJLewis.com. Please uh, check out my website. Um, it's all new, all rebooted, and brand new materials on there. Also, I just uh, totally redid my YouTube page. Um, so Jason J. Lewis on YouTube. Look me up there. Um, it's it, it's not so much I have a, a lot of new content as much as it is a collection of everything I've pretty much done that I could find. Uh, but I am going to uh, be producing more content in the future, and um, I'm trying to figure that out right now.
2: <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you, folks. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and again, follow us on Instagram as well. This is Conversations Radio. So long.